What is up, guys? Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets. I am Coach Cheryl, and I'm here to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And today, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about BMI and body fat percentage and why both are relevant. And I think that if you are a CrossFitter out there or you are an athlete, that we often get this we get these readings, right? We go and we look up a BMI chart. It tells, tells us where I'm like borderline overweight or obese. And we're like, what the hell? I'm literally fit. I work out five to six days a week. I train. My body fat percentage is low. Why is it telling me that I'm out of range? And I want you guys to understand some of the relevancy into BMI and how it actually might help you assess what your goals should be if you have specific goals from a weight loss perspective or a muscle building perspective, a body recompass perspective or a performance-based perspective, any of those things, because it's all relevant. And I wanted to really break this down a little bit for you guys today. So I do have a little slideshow. I'm going to pull that up for you guys. If you are listening on my podcast, this is on YouTube as well, where you guys can actually see it live and see some of the photos that I might have up there. So definitely check that out if you guys are listening on Apple, but I will try and make sure or whatever, Spotify, whatever other podcast you listen to. I'll try and make sure I make you guys make sure you guys understand exactly what I'm talking about. So first thing I want to talk to you guys a little bit about is um, what exactly is our BMI, our body mass index. This is a number that they used, I don't know how long ago they designed this. I didn't go into all that details, but it's essentially it's a measure of your height and your weight. Um, and it gives you a number on a scale. And then they have created a little chart that will tell you if you are underweight, normal weight, you know, slightly overweight, overweight, um, or obese. And this helps give them an idea of where your weight falls in a health perspective. So obviously as we have increased amounts of body fat, we weigh more weight, we are going to have problems with things like, you know, diabetes and, and, you know, blood sugar and things like that. Hormone imbalances, um, you know, obviously putting excess stress on the heart and the lungs, all of these things factor in. So they use it as a metric to obviously gauge that we are in a healthy weight range. So it is relevant and for every person. Um, however, it becomes less relevant when we are talking about actually making changes to our physique. Um, and as we build muscle, we're going to see that sometimes we are tipping the scale a little bit higher on that BMI. And that's why the body fat matters a little bit more. So on my slideshow, you guys can see this is the, the typical scale that you're going to see for the BMI chart. Now, here's where a lot of CrossFitters and athletes run into a problem is like we look at these scales and we're like, man, it's telling me that I'm like 27% uh, or 27 on a BMI scale, not percent. And I'm like, but I'm like super fit and lean and I feel really good. Um, you probably don't need to worry so much about that. You're probably at a healthy range. In fact, I am actually, you know, lower on a body fat percentage, but I'm in the higher normal range on a BMI scale. Um, so don't get too hung up on this. It's just, it's one metric and we never want to just look at one metric. Um, so this is a typical um, BMI scale. It is good for you guys to all look at it though. I would definitely recommend everybody just going in there. You can find calculators online and you, you're going to type in your age and your height and your weight. It's going to tell you what your BMI is. It's a good number to look at. Um, now body fat percentage on the other end of things is a little bit more accurate and it's a more, a better gauge of overall health. And this is, this is probably like the gold standard of figuring out like, all right, where am I at in terms of health? is um, it's going to take into consideration your fat mass versus your fat-free mass. So um, essentially our fat-free mass is not just muscle. I think that a lot of people, when they see changes in body fat percentage, they're like, oh man, I'm building muscle. Yeah, you are, but you don't gain 10 pounds of muscle when you see that big change. It's measuring other things as well. So water, um, lean muscle tissue, yes. Organs, uh, bones, um, any food you have in your belly are all going to make changes in uh, that's going to change in your fat-free mass. And then we want to actually see 
when we're making changes to our body composition, we are seeing a decrease in our fat mass. This is why doing more than just dr drastic changes in our calories is really important. And we're actually taking into consideration the type of weight that we're losing, which is why BMI isn't always the best indicator uh, or the best thing to measure. Um, I did put on here that just a, a side note that we do have two types of fat. I think this is kind of important for people to realize. I and mean, there's actually multiple types of fat. We have subcutaneous fat, which is what people are going to be most familiar with. That's the stuff that we see uh, in the skin that's obviously hiding our abs, uh, hiding our six pack. And then we have visceral fat, which is going to be around our belly, protecting our organs. And we do need that fat. It's going to help keep our body. We need subcutaneous fat as well. It helps keep us insulated. Um, but it's important to know that. Now, what you're seeing here, in the, if you're watching the slideshows, is I have two photos of a female, uh, 52 kgs in both photos. This is where the BMI versus body fat percentage can kind of come into play for you guys is that she's the same weight in both photos, but you can see she looks completely different because even though her BMI, her BMI will be the exact same. If she measured a BMI, she's going to be the exact same number. However, if she was to look at her body fat percentage, she probably would have went from, let's call it a 22% body fat. I'm guessing to probably more like a 14 or 15% body fat. She made a huge shift in that body fat percentage, but her weight and her height are the same. So her BMI wouldn't have changed much. That's where we can get too hung up on one number over the other. And it doesn't really matter. They both are relevant. Um, and as I put here, guys, there's a quick little chart for you guys to look at here in terms of like, I get questions about this as well. What should my ideal, what's an ideal body fat percentage? There really is no ideal body fat percentage. What you guys want to be thinking about is the body fat percentage that allows you to feel and perform your best and that you like how you look and that it's easy for you guys to maintain. Um, when I say easy, maintenance is always going to be difficult when you are trying to stay lean, but it shouldn't be coming at a detriment to your overall lifestyle. You should actually be able to still enjoy your life a little bit. Um, and you're going to see there's obviously big ranges there from anywhere from 10 to 12 being um, for women essential and two to five for men. And then up to obese being upward of 32% body fat. Now, where obese, uh, where BMI becomes more relevant is in that obese and, and significantly overweight community because it's very hard to get accurate metrics on our body fat percentage. So using BMI can be a better way for us to actually gauge uh, changes in health um, and obviously body composition that way. And then once we get them to a lower place, then we can start looking at body fat percentage. However, what we want to make sure of is that we are prioritizing nutrition and training in a way that supports body fat changes. We are just using BMI as an easier way to measure changes in that person's physique. So um, we want to still be looking at building muscle and losing fat. That should always be the goal. Which honestly, when I talk about that, people talk about body recomp. That should always be the goal. It should always be the goal for us to be losing fat and building muscle, right? For the most part. So, and it's funny because I think a lot of people focus so much on like, well, should I be doing that? Yeah, we should always be doing that. I think that it's something that we should be thinking about whenever we're trying to make body composition changes. All right. So what matters more? I put on the slideshow. They both matter, but understanding how to interpret them is important. BMI being slightly higher in lean and athletic individuals is normal. It is important to look at other metrics when assessing at a healthy range, uh, which includes blood biomarkers, HRV rates, resting heart rate, blood pressure. So basically what I'm trying to say here, guys, is that um, when we are looking at, do we need to make changes for health purposes? We should be looking at, okay, well, how healthy are we? Are we, you know, putting unnecessary stress on our heart and our lungs? You know, are we at a good place for that? Um, how is our blood sugar? You know, what are our hormone profiles look like? All of those things matter because our body fat amounts of body fat we have, even being too lean can um, obviously cause changes in those as well. So we want to be in a healthy range for that stuff. But looking at both is important. And I'm going to, Actually, just trying to kind of talk about it a little bit. So when it comes to figuring out which matters more, I would like to say that they both matter, 
But if you want to look at, let me have, figure out how to split this. Okay. So if I am, if I look at my BMI and I know that I want to make physical change to my body, but my BMI tells me that I'm slightly underweight and I know that I want to like look leaner, that might mean that I want to actually build muscle, that my primary goal should not be losing fat. It should be building muscle to get me into a healthier range to support that lean look that I want. Now, vice versa, if I'm on the higher end of the BMI and I'm looking to make changes to my body composition and get leaner, I might want to actually be focusing on fat loss for a, a period of time to get me into that leaner cut or into that leaner phase so or leaner range. So when we're talking about body fat percentage, some people actually need to gain to get leaner. And when it comes to, or they might need to lose to get leaner. It's not always a lose situation. So they both are relevant. We can kind of use them together. Um, now, BMI doesn't tell the whole story, like which I've already talked about with the body fat, but it also is important for people to realize that if you are a very lean individual and you are also um, very high, that you want to make sure on, on the on the actual on the BMI scale that you want to make sure that you're actually not doing it in a way that is not healthy, right? So for some people in the bodybuilding community, um, they might be taking performance enhancing drugs and things like that, that are actually going to increase their size, to, but in a lean way, right? They're building muscle unnaturally that is going to put them higher on the BMI scale. These things can actually come in a detriment to overall health. That's why BMI is still relevant. Um, and it's honestly really hard to put on too much mass if you're natural. So it's not relevant to most people, but it is relevant to realize that we can actually be have too much mass to be at a healthy place. But usually it comes down to looking at the person's body fat percentage first and foremost. Bruce, I had to re-record my episode. That's why you're seeing this twice. I apologize. Yes, guys, I had to re-record my episode today. So that's why you're seeing this. And Bruce just asked if this is part two. All right. Um, I already kind of mentioned about the, that kind of stuff. All right. So last thing I put up here, guys, is a, a quick little photo here for you guys to see um, in terms of kind of going into what I was just talking about is um, understanding where my body fat percentage is. Is on the left side, you see a photo of a guy um, there's a super lean version of him at 10% body fat. And then one that's like a skinnyish, like I want to, I would like to call it like a skinny fat version at 10% body fat. And what's important about this is that you can be 10% body fat and not necessarily be the place you want to be. And that person that's the, the skinnier guy, he might be on the lower end of the BMI scale and actually need to increase his body weight. Whereas the guy that's 10% in the left-hand side might actually be in the higher end of the BMI scale and be in that like range of like, well, I'm freaking 10% body fat, but it's telling me that I'm 26% or 26 on the BMI scale. So I wanted to kind of show you guys that because this guy could have a higher BMI, but be at 10% body fat, whereas this guy might have a lower BMI, but still be at 10% body fat, right? So this guy might actually want to increase his weight to actually get him looking more like the lean and jacked guy. On the other side, you're going to see a photo of uh, a female who was 145 pounds, cut down to 122, and then back up to 140. Once again, you're going to see that her at 145 and 140, her BMI might not have been very different, but her body fat percentage has changed dramatically. And this is where they're both relevant, but body fat percentage is more important for you guys to be measuring. Uh, okay, so now the question is, how do I get accurate body fat testing? Obviously, with the, the BMI, it's easy. I type in my age, I type in my height, and that is what it is. Um, on the body fat testing, though, it's it's a little bit harder because it's really hard to get accurate body fat testing. DEXA scan 
is the gold standard, but it's also very hard to find. And um, we want something that's easily accessible so we can track trends. It's also expensive. In-body is probably the most accessible metrical way to, of doing it with a, with a computer, but it's also not very accurate. There's a lot of ways we can skew this, hydration factors, food, our training volume, like our inflammation markers from our training, all of those things can kind of uh, change the results that we get. But the testing environments can be controlled in a way that allows us to control um, the trends or to track the trends accurately. So if you guys are using an in-body, my suggestion is to always do it after a rest day. I would probably prefer it if you typically train Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, rest Thursday, Friday, Saturday, rest Sunday. I would probably do it on a Monday morning. Um, keep your weekend pretty routine that weekend. Hydrate well. Um, eat normal. Eat at home. Don't eat out. Um, and then in the morning of, have like 16 to 20 ounces of water. Head in, normal stuff. And then use that as the same measure or the same routine the next time you do it. This way we can track trends accurately while controlling the variables. The best way to track your body composition, body fat, is using measurements and photos, because those are going to be where you see the biggest changes. And I know people don't like doing those things, because they actually obviously require us to look at ourselves, and we're like, oh, I hate photos, but it is the best way to do it. So I would honestly recommend that more than anything. So, um, but that was pretty much it, guys. I want to kind of cover this a little bit on, um, obviously, body fat and BMI, because I think that BMI tends to get this it's not really relevant. And I do think it is relevant. I think that we should all be looking at that. Um, but knowing that like, it's not something to obsess about. And, and in reality, any metrics, whether it's body fat percentage, BMI scale, any of that stuff should not be something we ever obsess about. They are just little things that we can use to measure things. And more importantly, we should be looking at our overall health, whether your goals are performance-based, the healthier you are, obviously the better you're going to perform. If you're looking at fat loss, the healthier you are, the, the more likely you are to be able to lose body fat. So uh, we want to be looking at those other things. So looking at your blood biomarkers, um, insulin, um, insulin, and, you know, obviously cortisol, um, looking at your blood pressure, your resting heart rate, heart rate variability. In fact, I was going to record an episode on all of those metrics, but I decided to kind of break it down into a couple of different um, series for you guys. So I am going to cover resting heart rate, HRV as well. And I'm going to cover some blood biomarkers as well that you guys can be looking at. But today I want to talk to you all about BMI and body fat percentage. So don't get hung up on the numbers. Get hung up on what you're doing in the gym to change the numbers. And I hope this episode was helpful for you all today. Have a great week.